for example, Japanese pornography is the mo- is is world famous for being very <laughs> over the top, right? Very ridiculous and very just like opposite of what their culture seems to be, right? Then you've got Japanese anime, which is very people are they're bawling their eyes out. People are just like crazy. They're so emotional. But Japanese people are not in their day-to-day lives, they are not very emotional. They keep it all bottled in. Welcome to the shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am Dad, your eternal host. With me is my, my sidekick, Cool Boy Mew. Hey, hey. And illegal immigrant full metal. <laughs> That's unfair. I'm extremely legal. Yeah, un- unfortunately, Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, so we can't, can't send you back. Well, unfortunately, California is a U.S. territory, so. Fair enough. Man, what a shithole. Anyway, uh, we're here to talk about anime. Yeah, the, the, finally the last part of uh, the 2021 review, which is uh, fall. Right. And plus, plus uh, full medals best list of uh, 2021. All right, perfect. So uh, we start out with uh, with something that I'm very familiar with, something that I've spent countless hours on. Commissan uh, wa Kamishodes, also known as Commissan can communicate. Yeah, I, I saw this, so it's automatically disqualified for being enemy of the season. Uh, I watched a couple episodes of this. It, it was pretty good. I can yeah, see why you picked it. Nice. So uh, I'll just read the synopsis first before we go on. So Timid Tadano is a total wallflower, and that's just the way he likes it. But all that changes when he finds himself alone in a classroom on the first day of high school with the legendary Kami. He quickly realizes she isn't aloof. She's just super awkward. Now he's made it his mission to help, to help her on her quest to make one real friend. What a shitty synopsis. She's not just super awkward. She, she, just, uh, she literally has a communication disorder. She, she she just cannot speak to people. She has autism. M- more like <laughs> basically. So yeah. So uh, what happened with this is that um, uh, fucking Netflix again. So they <laughs> took they took probably the worst fucking show they called because this show has about a hundred instances of text on screen uh, per episode. So it's exactly just like the manga. So I did the manga. It's pretty much nearly exactly like the manga, other than sh- some removal, maybe some addition, and some and some small thing they change. Did they change here and there? And uh, I can tell you, it's uh, it's pretty accurate. So the they did the anime exactly like the manga. It has a lot of text box about what characters are thinking about. It uh, they're not narrated, and um, basically, if you check the the subs on Netflix, none of them will be translated whatsoever. 
not only did this shit, but the subs on Netflix were two weeks late. And then there's a group uh, that came called NovaWorks. What they did, um, you, you honestly, I I probably won't recommend them to everyone. They did a crazy job because uh, they changed literally all instances of text on screen, including the sounds, even if they're moving to uh, well in English, uh, which is a fucking crazy word. Because if we include like the random character, we're talking about perhaps instances and the thousands of stuff that needs to be changed. So uh, obviously, this is the super fancy uh, type setting that's going on, and it's absolutely fucking retarded because they just ep- released episode four today. The, the Wait, show- seriously? Yes. Jesus. This is exactly why I'm subbing it. Because uh, I saw this coming like miles ahead. There was no fucking way for them to do this in a timely manner. It it is probably like thousands of man hours per episode. It it was just simply not fucking happening. So yeah, I was pretty pissed because uh, some other subbers took it, but then they were like, eh, we won't do it because, you know, Nova Work does it. And now I am checking at the numbers they're doing, uh, and the numbers keeps dropping. Look, the fancy type setting is nice, but it's not worth, like, losing time for it. And it's especially not worth losing, like, uh, waiting like a whole last year for it. This is kind of dumb. Yeah, once again, fan subbers are better than the official ones. Yeah, yeah, f- f- uh, fan subbers, that thank God for them, because if it wasn't for us, uh, God, the, the Netflix product just fucking sucked. It, it's awful. It, it's, it's inacceptable. Well, to be fair, don't like uh, actual like company subbers get paid like dog shit. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you were getting paid shit to do it, you probably wouldn't put too much effort into it. And yeah, you know, but the fan pro- subbers do it out of passion. These guys yeah. do it for a paycheck, and the paycheck is fucking crap. The, the yeah. problem is that Netflix doesn't give a shit. I'm pretty sure that their uh, app just doesn't support uh, yeah. any sort of fancy typesetting. Which is um, upsetting Which is... As, as to why the fuck they picked this up. Yeah, something with fucking... a ton of on-screen text. I mean, that's fucking stupid, though, because, like, uh, there's all these fucking uh, illegal streaming sites that do it better. Yeah. It's like, how can you, how are you a, a major corporation getting outshined by these, like, fucking illegal streaming sites from, like, Indonesia or some shit. Just like Game Newell said, piracy, it's, um... Service problem? Yeah, and this is a massive service problem. Because Netflix keeps not doing what the fucking anime fans want. And and thankfully, um, the anime fans somewhat as the industry uh, by the balls, Thankfully, because uh, if they don't do what we want, we can just look elsewhere. I don't know. We told them not to make High Guardian Spice, and they did anyway. Yeah, but that's exactly what's great about the industry, because you can just say fuck it and just pirate everything. I I don't trust them, because the minute they have 
the complete control, things will go shit. Yeah, I'm glad the internet gives us a lot more options for uh, finding material. But anyways, I plan to do season two if uh, nobody um, uh, does it. Uh, if Netflix keeps fucking up, let's just say if Netflix stops the two-week bullshit, I will still uh, do the typesetting and the various, the basic typesetting because I don't, I don't do the fancy one. Uh, me and my French partner, we agreed that um, outright replacing the graphics and the um, the show is not our job. So that's why the text is just like, you know, uh, on the side of the text box when we can. But anyways, this is a cute show. This is a cute comedy. Uh, th this was actually pretty good. Very accurate to the manga. And I, I approve of it. Th th this was good shit. Yeah, I enjoyed the bit that I saw. Uh, like I said before, it strikes pretty close to home. Having a character who's awkward and doesn't know how to talk. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Fumino? Yeah, uh, yeah, I watched the whole show, and uh, I thought I... it was pretty good. But I, I guess, I don't know, I was a little disappointed. I, I, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but I kind of expected it to be a little more... Like, the comedy was okay, but it didn't make me laugh out loud. And it's technically a romance, but not really. There's well, like some light, that, that, implied that romantic feelings. That, that comes yeah. much later. So it's basically just a slice of life, but with, like, an autistic main character, which is fine. But it, I, I just, I don't know. It was, I, it was I, good. I'd it call just it wasn't, comedy, like, amazing. I'd put it as a comedic slice of life. Yeah, that's fairly accurate. L like, it's a slice of life, but I'd say uh, overall, the, the fuck is a bit more in comedy. Yeah. yeah in but, season two, do they introduce the big titty karate chick? Uh, I don't know. I actually haven't read um, I, I, I read it as the uh, the episode goes. Uh, I, so, I, I, don't, I have no idea. Gotcha. So, all right, so uh, the next season is next season, so I have to still put, like, a hundred fucking hours in this shit. <laughs> fucking kill me, but I'll do it. Anyways, enough on Kamisan. Moving on to Mirko-chan. So, the synopsis, she, she can see dead people. She just chooses to ignore them. That's Miko's plan anyways, but it doesn't seem to be working for her. And this love letter to the horror jar that will send shiver down your spine and occasionally take all your funny bone. Okay, so uh, Annelies has started to, to just put a official uh, fucking tagline and it's fucking dog shit. L let me check what... Um, yeah, I, I, my Annelies uh, synopsis are much better right now, but it's good enough for this show. Yeah, I heard about this one. I've seen... Uh, screenshots of the manga. I haven't read it though. Uh, I'd say that uh, it's it's one of the rare horror show that is somewhat successful. Obviously, the manga is much creepier, but I'd say that this is actually a good a good fucking effort. So this is actually a slice of life horror and comedy. It's a bit of uh, it's a bit of all of them. And uh, the horror, obviously, is not amazing, but it actually does succeed at being kind of creepy. 
Yeah, we I desperately mean, need more good horror anime. God, they almost doesn't exist. But yeah, I mean, this not this this isn't going to scare you. Uh, this is more like of an unsettling thing, and I believe it kind of did a job. Obviously, uh, don't expect like to be absolutely impressed by the monster. But I I've seen like comparison between the manga and the anime, and they, they actually put some effort. I th- I thought the monsters were actually pretty pretty good. They were pretty gross and unsettling, and you know that's what you want in uh, a, a horror show. Yeah, but, I, uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really find this scary. Yeah, I, I don't think it's meant to be scary. It's meant to be unsettling, not not yeah, scary. Yeah, it's meant to. I think it's more meant to be creepy than scary. But yeah, yeah, uh, on it re- more or less succeeded at that. So yeah, like I said, I I on Reddit I saw a comparison between uh, several scenes of the the monster from the anime and the monster for the manga, and obviously the the manga has a different effect, but the, the anime it did pretty good. Yeah, I I ended up dropping this though because I just I don't know it, it was kind of boring and I wasn't really sure where they were going with it because mm-hmm. like one minute it's like horror then the next minute it's etchy and then the next minute it's slice of life yeah the, the, with like the all, et- with light comedy and it's like eh. the the etchy no. kind of get, gets dropped at the same time as the manga because the manga I believe actually had uh, the same etchy scenes. But uh, as as it progressively goes, it stopped the edgy, and the anime kind of did too, just kind of. It probably the manga probably started edgy at the beginning just to get people in the door. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate that they have to add tits to things to get people interested. I'm as guilty of this as anyone else, of course, <laughs> but but you know. So is life. Yeah, I can recommend the manga Homunculus if you like a modern day story with uh, weird monsters just hovering around in the background. But uh, that's a manga. It's a psychological horror with a uh, goes into depth into this one character's psychoses. All right, but I'll put it in the show notes. But let's continue. So, anything else about it, or we're moving on? Nah. Alright, so next is Senpai Ga Uzai Kuai no Anashi, also known as My Senpai is Annoying. I'm going with the My Enemy list from now on because the, the synopsis seems slightly better. Uh, at a certain trading company, saleswoman Futaba Igarashi has managed to hold a respectable job for almost two years thanks to the guidance of her senior co worker. Arumi Takeda. However, due to Igarashi's short stature, Takeda often teases her and treats her like a, like a kid, leaving Igarashi constantly annoyed by his antics. Despite this, Igarashi notices Takeda's rea- reliability as he is always ready to help whenever something at, at their workplace goes up. Airy. As Yanashi and Takeda spend more time together, their relationship soon uh, develops further than simply being co-workers at the office. I have not finished this yet, but this was a kind of a cute uh, workplace slice of life. And I say workplace because this is kind of 
Uh, well, it's not that rare, but it's, uh, I mean, it's usually the school gone. Yeah, I can respect that it's not about school children, it's about office workers. So it's at least a little different. So th this was cute. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, I'm trying to finish it. I have no more to say. <laughs> If you have yeah. to try to finish it, it's probably not that captivating. I don't yeah. know. I, See, I, I, I mean, it's, had, I think it's, I have a similar issue with it that you do. Like, it's cute and it has its moments, but it's yeah. just like, it's okay. Yeah, just like, it, like I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah, just like every season, the, the slice of life like this, they, uh, they're usually the thing that gets the cut if uh, I just fall behind. So it might happen, it might not happen, who the fuck knows. Yeah, there sounds like there's not much reason to watch this if there's so many, you know, more interesting uh, series that we haven't even scratched the surface of. Yeah, unfortunately. I, I think the main reason people are watching it is because of the main character. She's like a lolly office lady, and you know how them niggas be. <laughs> yeah, that's ticking multiple boxes on the fetish checklist. Uh, she, she's cute. Her antics are cute. But uh, also, her senpai is absolutely massively huge. So there's been memes between both of them. Yeah, L she's like, like testicle high on him. Yeah, pretty much. But anyways, let's move on. All right. So the next one is Saihate no Paladin also known as the faraway paladin so the synopsis uh, sorry let me open it on both sides i think i'll go for annulus this time and the rune city of the dead far from human civilization lives a single human child named will he is raised by three undead blood the heroic skeleton wire marry the ladylike mommy priestess and Gus, the crutchety ghost wizard. The three of them teach the boy what they know and pour their love into him. But one day the boy begins to wonder who I am. Will uncovers the mysteries of the undead Eden and this faraway land. He learns of the love and mercy of good gods, as well as the paranoia and madness of evil gods. And once he learns it all, the boy embarks on the path to becoming a paladin. So basically, uh, the anime is in two arcs. There's the first arc with his, like, his three undead parents, which is absolutely fucking fantastic. And then there's the second arc, which kind of gets a bit more, like, isekai generic fantasy. Like, I wouldn't say it's terrible. I, I, most people seem to have, like, dropped off after but I continued, like, it's not bad, but it's definitively one, one of those shows that got an extremely strong opening, and uh, it, it's going to be hard to uh, replicate uh, that strong open, opening. So you think the beginning part is the best part? Uh, definitively. But the beginning part is, like, easily off the season, so... Because I read the first few chapters of the manga... A couple of mm -hmm. years ago, it, mm -hmm. it just did not capture my interest at all. I, I don't know. I, I I just love the part with the tree on dead parents. I, I just love the character. I love what was going on. 
And by the way, this is an isekai, but uh, as we said last time, this is kind of dumb because they, this is absolutely a show that did not need to be an isekai. Yeah, the premise of like a kid who dies and in the afterlife has to be raised by these three undead creatures. It did not need any real world elements in it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but otherwise, I'd say that the, the first part of it was pretty great. It's just unfortunate about the second part, but I, I wouldn't say that it was terrible. It's just that um, it, it's definitely one of those things that will probably never be as good as the first part ever was. Yeah, like you said, the second part is pretty generic, and I almost dropped this initially because uh, in the beginning part, Will is such a crybaby little faggot. <laughs> I don't know. My Hero Academia is a gigantic success, and the main character is this feminine pussy boy. Ah, uh, for fucking yeah, it, but I mean, we're, he we're... gets better. I've said this a thousand times. He does get better. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, I mean, Deku uh, maybe is just um, different per- per- perspective on it. I see that uh, My Hero Academia did some magnificent job at having some sort of uh, emotional thing uh, at first, but then the coup got kind of annoying. Yeah, like, like the initial scene when you like first see him cry is like an actual emotional moment, but then he cries like in every episode of or something, and it's like, all right, I get it. Yeah, like after the first season, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I blame Evangelion for popularizing pussy protagonists. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I've been and... pussy Japanese men for popularizing <laughs> pussy protagonists. It's their fault for losing World War II. Yeah, I'm well, not sure if two nukes was too much or not enough. Uh, interestingly, my dad sometimes see me watching anime, and he always said, uh, also anime has always aired on TV here, like here and there. And my dad has always said that, that freaking anime characters always got him crying. Uh, yeah. Uh, this came up in a podcast I was l- listening to. Like, mm-hmm. I know I keep bringing up the uh, state of the art podcast, but it's, it's really, fine. it's really freaking good. So, uh, I'm, uh, I give them Patreon books. So I was listening to their bonus episodes. You probably shouldn't say this. Cut this out. No, uh, it, it's it's fine. I'm not going to post the complete audio of it. This is more of an advertisement. Oh yeah. But, but no, they. Uh, in one episode, they talked about the, like, how in Japanese me- media, people are always overly emotional, but Japanese yeah. people in real life are these uh, stoic, emotionless people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the re- reason for that is probably because in in real life, people are in that country are encouraged not to show their emotions. Mm-hmm. And, and so in, in fiction, they just have to get them out. So, hence the the trope of anime c- characters bawling their eyes out and leaking gallons of tears out of their eyes. Yeah, well, I, I also have a theory that it kind of started because, you know, the easiest way to portray emotion in, like, paper is to describe someone crying or to, you know, in a, like a manga, draw a picture of them crying. But yeah. When you put that in a in a show and you actually like hear the cry it's the noise like people are like either you're like a, a a mothering type of person and immediately you get emotional when you see other people cry 
or you're you're a masculine kind of person and you just immediately revolted like stop crying faggot <laughs> i'm not sure to describe true. it as a surge because uh, uh, d- d- does that count the people who has the wager and stuff like that oh. Yeah, it's probably more complicated than yeah. that, but yeah, whatever. I don't pretend to understand this wacky foreign culture. Let, let's just I mean, move on. Well, well, also, like, I, I, I'm sure you guys have seen Japanese movies, like live action movies. Yeah, a couple. Um, yeah. They, most of the acting is just so terrible. Like, their emotions are not convincing and they're extremely over the top. Like that works in a cartoon. That doesn't really work in like a live action movie. Yeah, I've heard show. that opinion around. Or correct opinion. But anyway. Anyways, yeah. let's move on. Sure. Next on the list is. So sorry. So- it, did did oh. you have something to say? Me? Nah. Yeah. I'm done with Paladin. Okay. Perfect. So next is Sakugan. I'll go with the annulist. Uh, a synopsis. Apparently, the one coming from Crunchyroll are pretty good, but the one coming from like Funimation, especially, are really garbage, like two lines bullshit. Anyways, in the distant future, humankind lived shoulder to shoulder in a cramped colony divided by bedrock. Outside the colony extends a dangerous, underdeveloped area known as the Labyrinth. Those who risk their lives to explore the labyrinth and mark undeveloped areas are known as markers. Mimim Poo is a young girl who wants to become a marker, and Gagumber is a man who quit being a marker. This ragtag father and daughter team are about to take on the labyrinth. If there's no path, then dig one. Okay, so this started extremely promising. It, it seems like a lot of the... Um, um, road trip anime like I don't know Trigon, Gun X Word, and such, and it, it just kind of ended up failing because most episodes just kind of sucked. Yeah, the one episode I saw of this it was promising, but uh, it's good thing I have you on this show to tell me like yeah. <laughs> which ones live up to their potential and. Uh, which yeah. ones kind of phase out? Yeah, like me and Full Metal said that the last time, the first few episodes are kind of weird because they have a really fucking weird pacing. Then it goes a little bit more normal. But then e- either you have episodes that are high or you have episodes that are lows. I think that this may be cool, be like a classic if it aired like back then. But that's that isn't saying much because that. You could say uh, that of nearly everything because of the nostalgia factor. I just felt like that it was this close to being so good. It just lacked the episode writing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's much reason to watch this while Gurren Logan and Made in Abyss already exist. Yeah, I think I, I think I described the pacing as like very stop and go. Yeah, yeah, the pacing yeah, of the first few episodes are really fucking weird. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it starts off slow and then it quickly ramps up towards the end of the first episode and it kind of gets you hooked like, okay, I'm down for this premise. And then it's just so slow for a while and it's like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. So, it's like, this is terrible. All right. So this is unfortunately uh, disappointing. Uh, I'll probably watch a season two, 
I don't even I don't even know if the material if they have enough material or some shit, but I just feel like it was this short of being great, and maybe as season two could get everything right instead. So I don't know. But moving on to World Trigger season three, so uh, so yeah, I won't read the synopsis because it's a massive spoiler. But man, uh, the 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 char- uh, it uh, the the show not being like a, a, a weekly forever show anymore was uh, a good thing in the end because the animation, um, the animation quality quality went up, and man, th- this season was everything what you wanted. Like things are actually moving on; they're actually starting to reach their goals. Uh, tournament arc that's actually starting to f- to finish and some fucking awesome fights man that was fucking good yeah world trigger is like re- I, I don't even know how to describe it. it's just really fun it's just one of those shows that you can easily get invested in i, I already talked about it like in length uh, at other times so let's just move on yeah, I haven't seen it, but it does look like some top tier shonen. Oh, it's it's good, it's good shit, good shit. So, anything else to say uh, from it all? Uh, no, not really. It's it's not just good, and I like the progression of the characters. Like you're actually seeing them grow. All right, so l- let's move on then. So, Kyuketsuki uh, Sugushinu, also known as the Vampire Dies in No Time. I'm going to write, read the my anime list synopsis. Vampires are known to have many weaknesses that balances out their incredible power. But the vampire lord Draluk happens to be weak to pretty much anything. The vampire hunter Ronald. It's supposed to be Ronald, but in the show you clearly heard Ronaldo. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I talked about uh, uh, with Weeball about this, but whatever. I'll just fucking call him Ronaldo. Rece- receives a job to infiltrate the castle of the so-called Invincible Progenitor and rescue a woman's son from the monster within. But upon arriving, he is dumbfounded to discover that the vampire quickly turns to ash by something as trivial as a clap of his hand. Moreover, the child he was sent to save, uh, to save had merely wandered in to play the vampire lord's video games while he slept. And at disastrous turn of event, Drelux castle is destroyed, and the fragile vampire decides to move in with the hunter who has only just defeated him. Ronaldo, Drelux, and the vampire's pet armadillo John form quite the eccentric team as they are forced to work together while fending off Ronaldo's violent editor, the lesser vampires plaguing the city, and even their fellow vampire hunters. So this was an amazing comedy. This was fucking great. I disagree. How many episodes did you watch? I watched two. Really? You watched two episodes and you didn't like it? Like, yes. Like, okay. The, so the, I, 
Oh, wait, I watched fr- the first episode. I watched mm-hmm. the first episode, and I told you I didn't think it was that good. And then yeah. you, you insisted I watch the second episode that it's way better. And I thought it was worse. I thought it was less funny. <laughs> really? This show, this show was not funny at all. The jokes really? were so lame. Really? This we, is we, like comedy for like third graders. Come on, this was fucking hilarious. The, the problem, no, it, it was that... not funny. This show, uh, the first episode is a bad indication of the show because the, the first half where he chased Ronaldo in the castle is not very good, but then it gets into what the show is like from like the second part of the first episode. And man, you didn't like it? No, I thought the main characters were fucking boring. I didn't right. think the jokes were funny. All right, I I, I, I gotta get Weeble to talk about it and add it to the episode. Yeah, you're gonna have to get Weeble to get, and you two can gang up on me and tell me how wrong I am, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm objectively correct in saying that this show sucks. God, arm, bro, <laughs> this was awesome. I don't know why you didn't like it. So, did, did you even watch this, Dad? No. All right, then. So this is comedy. So this is hard to fucking talk about so it's uh, always so subjective let's just move on maybe i record something quick with weeble so you can just fucking answer that error or something but uh, let's move on i'd I'd be glad to have her back on the show sometime sure all right next is restaurant to another world season two yeah isekai shokudo 2 so uh, let's not read the synopsis it says season two so you get this restaurant uh, every day of Saturday or Saturday. Uh, there's lots of doors appear- appearing in some sort of magic uh, medieval world. And the patrons comes in and they come from all over that magical world and they get to eat uh, what they like. And uh, you get to experience their... Um, their the, the everyday life, uh, how they uh, how they found the restaurant, are just uh, what they would like to order, and so this was more of this. We actually got returning character this time around. We actually got some characters um, interacting with each other, and this was really fucking good. Fucking loved it, just like season one. It's more of season one, but even more because you actually get uh, uh, some mixes, some character returning, and everything. Oh, the one episode I watched of the first season did not leave me impressed. But I'm That's not really, yeah, mean, I'm not really the audience for this comfy slice of life shit. I want, yeah, I want action, uh, conflict, s- strife, murder. It is. In its defense, it's exactly what you think it would be. So, yeah, I can't no... really shit on it for being yeah. exactly what it said it was. Yeah, no false advertising here. All right, so let's just move on. Sure. A Deep Insanity, The Lost Child. What a fucking weird show this was. L- let me read this synopsis. So, madness and unawakened can sleep Randolph syndrome. The new illness is slowly but steadily approaching humanity caused by the huge underground world asylum that appeared in Antarctica. There are strange creatures different from the heart and unknown research resources. 
People bet their lives uh, on the depth of the mysterious new world to get used wealth, organizational plot, or their own ambition. And here alone, a young man with a wish in his heart is trying to challenge the front line of the asylum. So what a fucking weird show this was. This was one of those shows that th there's technically nothing good about it. Everyone kind of hates it. But I, I, I liked it somehow. Like, I can't recommend it, but uh, the, 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 it, I, I found it, it was some, some decent trash. Like I said before, the, the plot sounds the same as Devil Man, which is like 50 mm. years old at this point. Mm. Uh, no. The, the, the thing is, that is kind of crazy. You think every episode will be like about the, the theme, the main character wants to be a hero, g going into like the, this uh, this mysterious new world, but not always. There, there's some sort of, of plot involving some kind of god, and it kind of gets weird, and I, I don't know. I don't know. This wasn't very good, and I can't recommend this to everyone. Yeah, it has a 50% on any list, so people don't like it that much. No, it's, uh, I, I just can't recommend it, so let's move on. Sure. Okay, yeah, I wanted to talk, uh, it, uh, a few things kind of annoyed me about uh, the subbing. So you have the tight show, the commander, and then you have, like, uh, the boss of their team, the Fuku tight show. Uh, Usually, you just call it the Vice Commander. I I'm kind of annoyed that they went with some weird shit called EXO, Executive uh, Officer, or some shit like this. I've never seen this in my subs in my entire life, and they will write it as EXO. So that really fucking annoyed me. Said Fukutaicho Leslie Blanc. Uh, was actually a pretty good character, despite him like being like uh, obviously the, you know the, the the kind of frivolous gay character. You know exactly what I'm talking about. There's a lot of them in anime, but yeah. then the the fucking subs come. Uh, usually they call a gay character Chan, which is just kind of like a, a cute nickname. Usually you say this to girl, but they they just randomly decided to to give. Yeah. Uh, to give him like a uh, uh, neutral pronoun, so uh, instead of e, they use they, and that just fucking pissed me off. Yeah, this neutral pronoun shit is getting really gay. Th th this was annoying. This was inappropriate and fuck up. But anyways, let's just move on. Sure, full metal. You got anything? I probably didn't watch it. I, I didn't watch it, but I, I'll just say um, EXO is a pretty standard military term, so... No, I, I, never, I see it in, I I see it in movies it. all the time, and I hear it from my military friends, but I, I don't see it in anime very often, but they don't have a real military, so... Yeah, but it's it kind of annoying, maybe, especially if you use subs, you got Taicho and Fuku Taicho. Fuku usually is something like Vice. So the the fact that you use something completely different really fucked with me. No, I but, mean that really sounds more like a personal issue, but okay. Yeah, but I don't know. They they, they never use that fucking word. That annoys me. But any fucking way. Yeah, screw let's that. Let's on. continue. Uh, 
plus rare Pride of Orange. Manaka's competitive spirit ignites when she discovers ice hockey. Even though she's a rookie, she got her sight on Nico City's hockey team, where girls aim for the top as they compete in this full contact sport. After finally convincing her childhood friends and her sister to play, they join a team of girls ready to go for the goal. So, uh, I, I don't know what I expected. I'm Canadian, so I had to fucking watch this. And uh, th this was cute. I, I, I kind of liked it. But unfortunately, if you want to see more of the game, uh, not the game, if you want to see more of the anime, more of the character, play the fucking game. So was this just advertisement for a fucking shitty gacha game? Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, of course. But, you, but you got, uh, you kind of got some, uh, well, the, the full uh, prelude, is this the word? Like, you got the, the girls actually actually playing until they, they got into the... Uh, until, I think, they won the tournament at the end. So, I don't know. Something like that. So, this is like the origin story for the game? Yes, because uh, once they won the tournament, they're getting into some kind of... They were, like, in the B rank. Now, they're getting in the A tournament or something, I believe. Is that how so... hockey works? I, I don't fucking know. Well, you're the Canadian. I'm an American. We don't watch hockey here because hockey's gay. Yeah, I never pay attention unless there's brutal fights on the ice rink. Yeah, there's no fights and there's uh, this is womanly. Uh, Total bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Also, I do love how like they these like little Japanese girls are expected to play hockey, a full contact sport. It's like they would get fucking wrecked by any other country, especially Canada. No, but no contact. This is a no. This is like oh, zero contact. Well, that's even gayer. <laughs> that's like touch tag football. Like, what are you like twelve? <laughs> well, this is the the woman division. So, but anyways, let's just move on. Yeah, uh, this I, was I, a manga in the seventies. Would be about eight foot tall roided out guys just slamming into each other and getting into brutal fights smacking each other and with their hockey sticks objectively better i yeah. believe there's actually a few manga about the hockey so it exists yeah, it might about hockey so but anyways moving on i'm barely going to talk about this because i think i'm just gonna fucking drop this chukai senki also known as a Amam wire at the borderline. It just kind of sucks. So fuck this shit. Also, that name makes no fucking sense. Yeah, the, the, the English name is, is fucking awful. Jesus. Yeah, I don't understand where like they're getting the name from. It's not connected at all to the story or the original Japanese name, I don't think. Is this just yeah, one of yeah, the... Yeah, it happens sometimes. Is this just one of the mandatory... Like mecha anime that has to be released every season, whether people ask for it or not. Yeah, yeah, we got like I think uh, four mecha anime that season, and most of them suck. Uh, so what yeah. the fuck happened? I know, I know some people who are like really into mecha shit, and they were excited for th this season because it was gonna have a bunch of mecha shit, and all of it was terrible. <laughs> Yeah, talking of them, next is Gyakuten Sekai no Denshi Shoujo. Also, Mika, it sucks. 
Megaton Q Musachi, not even officially picked up. It's based on the game by level 5, which is apparently really good, but the game's not coming here. It sucked. I dropped it too. Oh, I know the word Gyakuten from the Phoenix Wright games. Yeah, it's it's mean like turnabout or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it for, for the Mecha of this year. They all fucking sucked pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the fucking story of this was retarded. Uh, we covered it a little bit before, but like Japan gets occupied by like three separate countries over resources. Something well, Japan doesn't have. Yeah, but the thing is that the, uh, I got into it at first because the story was hype. But man, I don't know why, but the episode just fucking sucked. It was just yeah, boring. Yeah, it was lame. So, I like the robot designs. I'm not huge into Mecha, but I like the designs of yeah, this they, one. They, they were fine, but then there was also the, the fucking There's AI like no bullshit. Yeah, the stupid AI companion thing that looks like it's I don't know, it just looks like some stupid fucking toy. Yeah, it, it, man, this was just not a good season for Mika. Yeah, it was kind of shit. Anyway, yeah, all let's, right, so let's move on. Moving on, I think I already talked about Watcha Primeji in the last episode or something. When the fuck did I talk about it? Oh yeah, it was in the um, the the season preview. So I already talked about it. It's a it's a long running show. Let's just move on. All right, so this anime wasn't picked up officially, so it's a one hundred eighty bio the Kimi no Mimi wo shiawase ni dekyuka. Is there even? Yeah, yes. it, can I make your ears happy in 180 seconds? This is this is literally ASMR the anime. The episode are three minutes. Uh, th- th- this was kind of weird, but I don't think it, it deserves a score of 50%. Some episodes weren't really odd with the ASMR, oddly enough. However, some other episode, holy fucking shit. What 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 some professional uh, sound design people can do with this was kind of amazing. I, I listened to some ASMR during work uh, as some kind of, of background sound, and some of the ASMR in this was actually fucking amazing. Of course, Japanese people have to be just overachievers in every department, even... Th- the apartment of making quiet, pleasant sounds for people to listen to in the background. But, but yeah, just just imagine they had uh, sound people and then they had extremely high quality equipment. So yeah, um, they, you expected some really good shit and you kind of got it, just not every episode. So And that's it. That, that, that's the entire show. It's just fucking ASMR. Is there any product placement for real life headphone products or anything? Uh, no, didn't even have time for that. Yeah. All right. So moving on to an anime I've yet also not finished. However, I'm getting close. It's Jay Samawa Kujikenai, also known as the Great Jay, will not be defeated. So the Great Jay, the Dark Realm second in command, cuts a frightening figure. 
feared and revered by all, but when a, a run-in with the, a magical girl result and the destruction of the precious mana crystal, the Dark Realm falls, transporting the newly pony and powerless Jay to the human world. Unfortunately, uh, plotting the revival of the Dark Realm uh, from a cramped, crumbling one-room apartment is no easy feat when you have rent to pay and a job to, to keep. So basically, you have seen this girl around even before the anime start. She's a big meme. Unfortunately, yeah. just just like the girl with the, the big tits. What's her name already? Fucking Uzaki? forgot. Yeah, Uzaki, uh, which was also a meme. Uh, this isn't amazing. I'd say this is about like on the same level as Zeki. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's but fine. It's but not gonna maybe. like. Yeah, it's not gonna tickle your balls or anything. Yeah, like, I liked Uzaki, but I, you know, I was it was just okay. And then, and then not too long after this came out, and I watched a few episodes, and I'm like, oh, I'll come back to it later. But later never came. Yeah, you like, did. Oh, fuck, I watched like three out of 20 episodes. I'm not going to watch. I'm just not going to watch 17 episodes of this shit. Yeah, I almost dropped this, but this is one I do not want to drop. And I'm currently uh, somewhere in the second course of it. And they're actually still introducing uh, some characters. And I, I don't know. They, I just can't get to, to drop this. I, I'll continue watching. But slowly. It's cute and it's funny. Like if this is what you're into, like it's a decent show. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's negative in any particular way. Yeah, it's just fine. It's just yeah, it's just it's it's decent. All right. That's all I really have to say about it. So. so let's move on. I dropped to two shows: Ganbari Dokichan. I know it's a short, but I just like. I, I checked yesterday. I still only watch one episode, so I was like. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. Did, did you watch it from it all? I watched the first episode, and um, this was the one where the lady tried to like get a dude to rape her, basically, right? Yes, yes, yeah. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, like the <laughs> plot is that they're okay. So it's about like these office ladies, and then there's this guy that's you know another office worker that she likes. So she like somehow gets the hotel to book her and him together in the same room as on a business trip. And she's trying to play all like cutesy and coy with it though. And, um, she's basically trying to get him to like molest her in her sleep, but he's just not going for it. Yeah. She should just go on a train if she wants that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah she, she wants, wants this guy wants to do it specifically, guy. but he's just not having it. Cause he doesn't want to catch a charge. So, good on him but that that was just weird yeah it, it didn't excite me and and the etchy is not like massive so i was like eh, well whatever no, it's very soft core like i think uh i know the the artist for this is very popular on the internet he draws a lot of soft core office lady shit oh <laughs> uh, yeah the, the same dude as somebody's dice, right i believe so I, I really should should uh, check that one. However, I I like his art a lot, but the show is not interesting. Yeah, I prefer Tawawa for obvious reasons. Mm. Those reasons being tits. Tawawa, you didn't have what, to tell us. We already uh, know the that, that, That's here too. I think any episode of this might be someone's first episode. Yeah. 
but, might but, not know important backstory. But anyway, anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's continue. There's a, a Kimonogatari that I also dropped. Nothing to say about it. Someone on the Fediverse was raving about it. But I I, I had just promotion on my plate. I just call it. I, I love the ending of that one, though. But let's move on. So, um, app- apparently, a Sword Art Online Progressive. Uh, a movie? Yeah, the first movie, uh, it started this season. I watched it uh, a bit later, I think. Well, oh, tell yeah, us about yeah, it. Yeah, I wanted to, talk, uh, to, to say that it was actually pretty crazy because I think um, the movie released in October and I saw it in theater in December. This is fucking rare. I mean, other than maybe the Dragon Ball movie, this never fucking happened. Because usually, if the movie comes there, it's about to release on, on Blu-ray, or it has all just released on Blu-ray. We never get, like, an anime movie quickly like this. So is this uh, self-contained, or is it an important part of the main story? Uh, b- basically, it's a retelling of Sword Art Online. Uh, the point of uh, Progressive is that it's supposed to go slower, and uh, the movie decides to go with um, Asuna's pers- perspective, uh, how she started, because I believe in the original show, you see her like a, a bit later when she's already in some kind of clan. So you get our, her origins, origin story. However, it had a character that the light novel doesn't have. And it's kind of dumb because it's, uh, it didn't show... Uh, it, it skipped a lot of things from uh, the light novel, as I've been told. So this is kind of pointless. This should have been a series. Yeah, this sounds super not interesting. Yeah, if, if someone's unfamiliar with the series, is this a good entry point, or should they watch the actual TV show? Uh, probably watch the TV show, because the thing is that Sword Online Progressive, it's about the uh, the first arc, and the point is that... Uh, the thing is that uh, the light novel, how it started, it started with uh, some sort of competition that had some sort of uh, writing limit. So the story actually skips a lot of floor, obviously. Uh, this somehow pissed off a lot of people. So the point of progressive is supposedly going through the um, the first arc, but much, much more slower. So a better paced version of the story, but it failed yes. in that aspect right yeah but the movie kind of it's not doing that so okay. I, I don't fucking know <laughs> yeah i don't I understand mean, this seems like a, a really pointless uh thing yeah, yeah i never like never like these compilation movies or it's not no it's not yeah, a compilation it movie lame. Uh, it, yeah it, even, it, even if it has new animation it's still retelling still stuff that's already been said like no it, no as I, can I say see, it's, like... it's, it's it's all new because this is from Asuna's perspective. But but the main yeah, but problem cares about Asuna. She's just a cum bucket for the main character. But but the the main problem of it is that it should not be skipping anything. That is the point of fucking progressive. And 
the movie is skipping stuff. So I don't know. But Sword Art Online, anyways, it's one of those shows that you turn off your brain and you just fucking enjoy the nice action. So I, does I, it have I, nice action? It does. I need my brain to live. <laughs> yeah, I'm already retarded enough as it is. I don't need to lose more brain cells. All right, so let's just move on to enemy of the season then. Sure. Wait, and when the fuck was Wonder Egg? Yeah, when was that? I think that was in winter of last year. Did, did, did we fucking skip it? Or uh, I don't fucking remember. Uh, we covered it a little bit a few episodes ago, uh, but I hadn't seen the whole series yet, and I promised to watch it all. And now that uh, yeah. I have, so we can we can cover it after we do your anime uh, of yeah. the year. Excellent, excellent. So let me just get back to where the fuck I was. Perfect. So there we go. So, all right. So anime of the season. So number three, Sekai Psycho no Ansatsusha Isekai Kuzuku Nitensisu. Also known as the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. There we go. Long ass style. Can you read the synopsis from uh, Analyst? Oh, it's from Crunchyroll. I, uh, Crunchyroll is fine. It's Funimation that we have to, uh, to avoid. All right. The world's number one assassin has been reincarnated as the eldest son of a family of aristocrat assassins. In exchange for being reincarnated in another world, a goddess has imposed upon him one condition. Kill the hero who is prophesied to destroy the world. This was to be the mission in his new life, the synergistic effect of the vast knowledge and experience he gained that made all manner of assassinations possible in the modern world, and the secret techniques and magic of the fantasy world's most powerful family of assassins turn him into the greatest assassin of all time. So, out of all the isekai that exist where people use their real-life knowledge in a fan fantasy world, mm. this one's interesting because it's strictly for killing. Yes. Like yes, there's, and there's nothing nice or kind-hearted about this. It's just a guy who wants to kill. Yeah, more or less. But uh, the thing is that the, the character actually do start to gain a bit of humanity as it goes on because uh, he's reincarnated from a child. So, but uh, this is actually from the Ridoa filler guy. Oh, I only watched the first couple episodes. Does it get rapey? Uh, there's one arc, but you see yes. nothing. Yeah, you don't see it, but uh, yeah, there. I don't know if I should really spoil it, but the, yeah, there's the, a character don't, don't, that but uh, it's, 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 some it's things kinda, happen. Yeah, you don't see it, but it's it's kind of brutal still. So, um, so yeah, you know it's from the Rito of Healer. Yeah. yeah, the so, little bit I watched was really promising. I should finish this since. It's only yeah, twelve it's, episodes. Yeah, it was pretty pretty good. The, the premise is awesome. Uh, the magic system is not bad. Uh, the the char characters kind of do cr uh, they conjure crazy ass bullshit uh, weapon on the spot. It's uh, the the waifus are fantastic. It, it it was really fucking good. Also, I believe it was like number one in Netflix in Japan. So the the anime might actually get a season two. Okay, I'll 
put this high on my list of stuff I need to check out. So what 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 did you think, uh, Fomel? Did you watch this? Aristocrat Assassin, yeah. No. Yeah, the, the yeah, the, this was it was really good. It was really fun. And it it actually uses the isekai genre like to its advantage. Yeah. Like unlike most isekais who just have it there so they can put it in a fucking tag. Uh, uh I I loved how every episode had uh, had some sort of of comedy thing with the goddess uh, uh, trying to bring like other people and the and the world and just they, they fell miserably. Yeah, I like that. That was pretty funny. Like the, she'll bring in some fucking thug who's like some badass in his time, but then like when he gets to the fantasy world, he's just some peasant farmer pussy bitch who just gets pushed around. Yeah, what, what was it? Some kind of of rapper shit talker. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So he was like all talk, and it turns out he's just a massive fucking coward. <laughs> nice. That, that was dumb, but yeah, the, the, yeah, this, this was awesome. And uh, it d- definitively deserves enemy of the season. Yeah, I-, I love how he comes to this fantasy world and he's just trying to recreate like real world destructive weapons with fantasy magic bullshit. He's like, okay, so how do I make a nuke? That, that was awesome. Uh, it, 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 the, the whole thing was kind of stupid because he's supposed to be an assassin and then he gets into like some kind of of, of massive fucking fight. But at the same time, there was no fucking way he could, he could kill that guy quietly. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, some... Well, I mean, assassin doesn't necessarily mean stealthy. That's yeah. more attributed to, like, spy kind of yeah, espionage type shit. Technically, an assassin is anyone who kills for money, so... Yeah. Stealth is just usually the preferred method, because you want to get in and out. You don't want to fight, like, a thousand guards. You're not getting paid to fucking wage a war. Yeah, but 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 when you fucking fight what is basically some dude with some sort of sort of hero weapon, you don't you have no fucking choice. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out more. Yeah, uh, we'll see if it uh, if it becomes a shit show or not later on. But I'm pretty sure yeah. that's that season two might happen. But on uh, uh, but on the other end. I believe uh, it was a combination of two studios working on this, so this might be hard. Yeah, it's it might not get a sequel, and that's unfortunate because this was definitely one of the better isekais in recent years. Yeah, it's a silver I, I hope it does. And Studio Palette, as far as I've seen on any list, Studio Palette is completely new. And yeah, this... it's the first time I've heard of it, so probably. And uh, well, Silverlink, I just fucking love their stuff. I I, I almost watch uh, everything they uh, they ever release. Yeah, that's so, good shit. So all right, so let's just move on then. Yeah, I was gonna say I read a m- manga that's also an isekai about a guy who uh, mm-hmm. goes to a fantasy world and uh, makes modern day weapons. To fight mm-hmm. the fantasy creatures there, but that was more lighthearted and had some edgy shit. Uh, what's the name? Oh, J- Japanese title is a full sentence, but the English title is When a gun nerd is reincarnated to a world of magic, he established a harem army with modern weapons. I've heard of that. Jesus. 
you might have really already talked about this. Me. Yeah, I think I talked about it like a year ago. It's mm -hmm. still ongoing. Oh, of course, it's still ongoing. But anyways, let's move on to second anime of the season. I gave it sure. to Jojo Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean. So yeah, so so far there is absolutely no indication of where the of when the rest will drop. So I think this is this was the right move at actually um, giving it like anime of the season. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I'm already familiar with the manga. God, I I, I love the first thirteen episodes. It, it was absolutely fucking nuts. There was no time. It started directly fucking crazy, and it finished even crazier. It, it, it gets crazier, even more so. Oh, like, hell yeah. I, I, I fuck, part, part six is fucking weird, even by JoJo standards. It's just oh, yeah, absolutely it bonkers. I, I can't wait for the rest. It, it, it was fucking amazing so far. Probably yeah. easily my, my second favorite part so far. Yeah, I won't spoil anything, but there are some truly weird uh, abstract stands that I look forward to seeing how they handle in animation. Nice. So, fuck Netflix, just give us the fucking date already. God damn it. Yeah, what do you think about them releasing it all at once? For, for, for Jojo, it might be uh, the... the... I mean, I mean, Jojo, you want to just fucking watch it in one shot. But as I said in my last rant, this is bad for the hype. We we actually checked the thread on it, and uh, nobody's talking about it anymore. It just kills the fucking hype. This is stupid. Yeah, I'd like it better if they'd release it one episode per week as usual. Yeah. Like, so yeah. people keep coming back to it week after week. They make threads on various message boards about exactly. it. Exactly, you can't fucking talk about it. You can't talk the episode per episode. Because everyone is uh, just watching it at a different pace. So the discussion is impossible. Yeah, Full Metal, did you watch this? Yeah, I did watch JoJo. And it, it was good. I liked it a lot. But... Uh, I have to rake Mew here for a minute because he went <laughs> on and on for months about Crunchyroll, Sakura Blue, the Crunchyroll. They are how you say faggots about the fucking <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen bullshit. And yeah, and but... you know, when I wanted to put Jujutsu Kaisen last year, you know when it aired, he's like, no, it's not done yet. But uh, but then he puts fucking Stone Ocean here. That's only twelve episodes into like what thirty nine. Yeah, but we have no idea but, when the but, second but, court but, is shut dropping. The fuck up, nigga. Bro, we have no fucking idea <laughs> when the second part is coming. And so far, as from what we can see, there's like, what, six weeks left in the season. And there's no indication of Stone Ocean. And it's looking like it. You see, so it's Stone Ocean part one. So, so there you go. That, that's season one, really. So I get it, it. I understand your thought process. You're still gay. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh, man, when, once the next part of it comes out, I look forward to talking with you about it because things just get fucking nuts. Sure, let, let, let's have an episode about it next time. Sure.
I'm down but, to do more full episodes about JoJo. We're going to talk about something else. Uh, do, do, do we keep it for the for, for the end of the episode because we're going to talk spoiler for Mushoku Tensei? Yeah, anime of the season is given to Mushoku Tensei uh, Part Two. Yeah, that's let's, not surprising. Yeah, let's talk yeah, about it at the end. end. But yeah, because it's also on my list. Yeah, spoiler-free so. version. This is really good shit, and you should watch it. All right, yes. so uh, now let's move on to anime of the year. Uh, also, uh, since movie are aware with the release, uh, they're usually out of the ranking. Uh, this year at the Shoujo Kagiki Review Starlight Movie, which I, I said in another episode that it was a goddamn fucking masterpiece. An absolute must-watch, but you must watch the series first. But, alright, let's just move on with Anime of the Year. So, number three is Beastars Season 2. Th- that was good shit. It continued to be good shit. And I I can't wait for Season 3, but I've heard that Season 3 is very fucking different. So, I, I have no idea... Uh, like, like, I think everyone thought that it was not going to be adapted because it, it's this different. But we're getting the final season, so let, let, let's see what happens. I like her dad's manga better. Ba- Baki, I believe? Yeah, Grappler Baki is s- some good, goofy-ass martial arts nonsense. Yeah, I, I, keep, I keep seeing shreds of this on A, and Jesus fucking Christ, it... it it looks goofy as fuck. Yeah, the the art style is not good. It's fantastically ugly. Yeah, it scratches the same itch I have for that uh, JoJo does. Just for this wacky action series where you never know what's going to happen. Nice. So Anyway, um, Beastars is good. Beastars is fantastic, so watch it, and we're getting all of it animated, so that's fucking great. Sweet. You like Beastars, you fucking fur fag? <laughs> now, like I said before, the characters are more like real animals than fur shit. Yeah, it's not yeah. fur fag. I mean, it kind of is, let's be honest, but it's it's actually good stuff. Yeah, there's good writing in this. It's not fat material at all. Yes, it's really good writing. Well, I'm sure somebody's gonna, but well, especially dealing what with what are you Japan. gonna do? <laughs> it just, just be like that sometimes. This is, the, this is this is the country that gave us tentacle porn. Enough about the freezer. Just fucking move on. All right, <laughs> anime of the year. Um, uh, I count both season because fuck you. Uh, well, didn't leave... they both release in the same year? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. So, Mushoku Tensei both season uh, goes for number two. Let's keep it for later. It just fucking, I mean, just fucking watch it. And yeah, it's probably the best isekai. God, uh, this is a good contender for maybe anime of the decade. So I don't know. And anime of the year goes actually goes to Sunny Boy. Really, you thought that was the best? Yeah, God, I just fucking love Sunny Boy. But you know, (laughs) you're gonna talk shit. Do it. Do it. (laughs) 
You're a fucking faggot. This is just serial experiment lane for Zoomers. After you talk shit about fucking Lane, <laughs> and then you fucking watch this shit, and you're because, like, oh, Sunny Boy's the best ever. Shut the fuck Lane up. Wa- this shit was, Lane was, this was mediocre lame. as fuck. No, Sunny Boy was fucking amazing. Fuck off. No, it was fucking lame. Fight, fight. Whatever. Like, I only watched this to completion because you put it as your number one, and I was like shocked. And I was like, all right, I got to finish this, see what the fuck the hype is. There is no hype. There was absolutely no shit just happened. It's just random shit, the fucking show. (sighs) (laughs) All right, so so let's just go. Let's just go with your your gay fucking list. So that we can talk about <laughs> I just took the, the wind right out of your sails. <laughs> no, I go on. talk about it in the other episode anyway. Oh, that's everything you got? Yeah, let's cover your top five, Full Metal. Okay. All right, so. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. Do we even really need to introduce this? No. Everyone no. knows about everybody. It. Everybody knows Jujutsu Kaisen. It's fucking great. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Shonen. It's well animated. Ooh, Got a pretty good story. Boy? Who's best boy? Oh, shit. Uh, fuck. What's the white haired dude? Hey, uh, Go- Gojo. Gojo. I yeah, Go- Gojo is pretty fucking sick. No, uh, best boy is Nanami. I disagree. <laughs> I, but, I just found it an absolute fucking badass. Uh, the, the 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 salary man shit, where he's like, he, he, he looks at the time. I don't want to. I don't want to go into overtime. God, this got just fucking great. Yeah, that oh, was that was pretty great. Uh, there aren't really any bad characters in my opinion. I thought they were all pretty solid all around. Yeah, yeah. I believe which is book, rare in the shonen actually, because you I, always get like at least one that's like an annoying faggot. I believe the bleach guy actually uh, gave it well. Bleach. Uh, yeah, what would uh, the bleach author know about good anime? Well, is he somewhat right? Uh, all the women and uh, at least nearly all the women in Jujutsu Kaisen are kind of all of the strong type. Mm, yeah, more or less. Yeah, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you would assume that. They're... Since they're like fighters, like it doesn't really make sense for them to be like overtly feminine. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. We have the whole magical girl genre. Yeah, it's not the same. Just, just like, unless it's really Madoka, good. it's not real violence. It's like cartoonish little kid violence. I don't know. The original Sailor Moon could get brutal at times. Like lots of characters get slaughtered in that. Yeah, like the at the uh, at the end of the first season, they literally all fucking die. Spoilers, jeez. Like a twenty-year-old anime. Yeah, close to thirty now. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I never watched Sailor Moon, but oh, it's I'll take your word for it. It's good, but repetitive. All right, so number well, I mean, four. Wasn't wasn't it supposed to be kind of like just a serialized show? Yeah. Number anyway, four. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. I'm getting there, nigga. Come on, stop pushing me. But I talked about this one a little bit before. Uh, Blue period. Yeah. Nobody fucking talked about this anime. But, but period is supposed to be red. 
Yeah, speaking of gay shit. <laughs> yeah, now you can shit on me for my taste. Fag! Um, I, re- <laughs> 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 I really like this. I... I don't often like get easily like hooked on anime. You know, I'll watch something and I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Um, unless it's like Shonen, I get hooked on Shonen because Shonen's just fucking awesome. Um, but th- this is not that. This is a, this is about like a, a high schooler like going into college who's just getting into painting mm-hmm. and kind of like it's it's a what do you call it like a a story about growing up. It's like a yeah, yeah. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Actually, the story about growing coming up, of age. Yeah, coming, yeah, it's of, like age coming story, of age. That's what Sunny Boy uh, was actually. Uh yeah. Well, it sucked. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I liked Blue Period a lot. It's it's a little arty and kind of gay, admittedly, but it was really nice. It's just about this fucking teenager who doesn't really have any direction in life and in the first time ever finds passion in something uh you know artistic mm-hmm. and he just gets really into painting and he just like drives himself crazy trying to get better at painting and uh eventually like surpassing people who've been doing it for years just because mm-hmm. he puts his blood sweat and tears into it and it, it all starts with him just kind of walking into one of his classrooms on uh out of boredom and he just finds like his senpai's painting and it's like it blows him away. It literally blows him the fuck away. He's like, that is the most beautiful thing I've ever fucking seen. And it's just really it's really good. I've always envied people with uh, extreme artistic talent. I've I've always envied people who can commit to things and <laughs> acquire skills. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but um yeah. And it doesn't just focus on him. There's other characters also going through their struggles and uh, trying to achieve the same goal. Like his ultimate goal is to get into uh, like Tokyo School of Arts or whatever it's called, like the big prestigious art school in Japan. And that's his end goal for this uh, arc. Yeah, but eventually and, uh, he it's... becomes prime minister of Germany. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he gets rejected from art school and then he becomes a fascist dictator. Uh all right. Brings back Imperial Japan. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's artsy fartsy gay shit, but I really enjoyed it. I got pretty hooked on it immediately. I just, I, I really like that. The, these kind of stories about people who are just driven with passion to create. All right. So, number three. But anyway, number three is. Mushoku Tensei, of course. It's fucking of course. great. Let, let, let's move on. We're going to talk yeah, about ta- it after. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Two is Odd Taxi. Number two. Of, yeah, Odd Taxi. Uh, you watch Odd Taxi, right, Mew? Yeah, we talk about it like an yes. episode. Yeah, several times, I think. So you, we probably don't need to talk about it anymore. Yeah, there's not really much else. To, we've already basically said everything. It's fantastic. Great narrative. Interesting characters. Uh, good list. It's it's all around just a, a really solid, really just solid story. It, Enjoyable it, it, from start to finish. It didn't need to have a movie. I don't know what's going to happen with the movie. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck the movie's going to be about. Because I don't really know how you would continue it after the end. 
Um, so it's probably a prequel story if I had to assume. Probably. Or just some spin-off story. That... Or maybe Eskimos kill the main character for his blubber and tusks. <laughs> I don't see that happening, but we can all hope. Yeah, no humans in this story. Right, what's your yeah. number one? All right. Number one, I talked about this before, and Dad actually watched some of it, 86. Right. That, that, that's what I figured. This show went so under the radar, like barely anybody touched it, but man, it was so good, and it had me hooked immediately. I hadn't been this hooked on a show in, like since Kakaguri, so this really fucking just... It just hit all of my fucking... All of my favorite shit. Yeah, the first season was very good. Uh, like we I covered mentioned this... before, the, yeah. the second season came out, but it's not finished yet because the last episode was delayed for months. So you mean the I'm tree still last being blue-balled. I don't know if... It, I think it's just going to be one big episode. But well, I mean, maybe, maybe I don't three know. episodes. I don't know. I'm not I, entirely sure. I, but I, TV, I all I know is, I I know is they're blue-balling me and I'm pissed. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's why I didn't start it because I, I don't want to be blue ball like this. That, that pisses me off when it happens. Mate, I'm gonna spend the rest of my life waiting for Berserk to finish. I, I'm, <laughs> you'll be I'm, long dead before that happens. Yeah, yeah I'm but, well familiar with the blue ball phenomenon. Yeah, but talking yeah. of blue ball, <laughs> we we gotta talk of uh, Wonder Egg priority. So you what you, you watch it all? Yes, and what the fuck happened? Yeah, I fucking told you. I fucking told you about that episode, right? So, so what was your opinion about that episode? Uh, not the last one, uh, the the reveal the, episode. The second to last one that just revealed a whole bunch of confusing shit and didn't elaborate. Yeah, the the, the, the backstory. I I don't know what to think. It was so fucking weird. <laughs> I fucking but, love that episode. That was so fucking gone. Good, Jesus. Yeah, I wondered, did I miss an episode here? But no, it's confusing on purpose, which kind of suits the dreamlike nature of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners who don't remember, Wonder Egg Priority about is about these girls who go into dr- sort of dream worlds, uh, and they interact with other girls who have recently committed suicide and uh, try to battle their inner psychological monsters and that shit gets weirder and weirder as you go through it it's it's definitely unique but then the last episode <laughs> yeah it at, at the end it <laughs> yeah I, i'm at a loss for words man it, it just i fucking told you it, it, it wasn't exactly as i told you yeah, so much weird shit happens. It's hard to explain, but at least we get a new best girl, because <laughs> the murderous robot girl, who's revealed to be the real reason behind the everything happening in the whole series. We don't even see her at in the last episode. If I recall correctly, uh, you see her a little bit, but it's mostly about the two homos who made her. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think they, they go see, uh... Yeah, they create uh, a robot daughter and things get really out of hand. Yeah, th- that episode was amazing, but Jesus, th- the last episode was just a fuck you. Was just a sheer fuck you. Yeah, they made a special episode, uh, 
a couple, it, it, it's a couple not months exactly later. Special. It's it's an episode that was supposed to air, but like something happened, the production or whatever, so it didn't. And yeah, and with the special, the first half is a recap of the last few episodes, which yeah. you don't need for this thirteen episode series. Yeah, but but it was like or. On his defense, it was longer, I believe. Yeah. No? Yeah, the second half of it is like a regular episode. But yeah, episode exactly. episode eight was also a recap. Yes. So, yeah, I, did they run out of money or some shit? Uh, maybe. Like I said, it's clear. Uh, what The last episode, it seemed like they fucking rushed the story out of the door. And then, as far as I'm aware, we're not getting a season two. We're getting a Nozio drama CD. That that, that is such a fucking fuck you. Yeah, is the whole series a metaphor for, like, the trauma of becoming an adult or something? I really don't get it. They're all fucking like this. As far as I'm aware, as I've seen in this caution, uh, a a lot of anime studios often use these kind of uh, tropes. Uh, I believe it has a lot of Freudian bullshit. And uh, just like probably Evangelion, it's used like frivolously. Does it mean anything? Does it does not mean anything? I don't fucking know. Yeah, Evangelion also had a recap movie that's not worth watching. Yeah. But anyways, your final opinion about it? Was it I told you so? Yeah, it it's interesting. I think it's worth watching, but you got to know going in, there's going to be there's going to be very little resolution. You're not going to get many answers to all the weird shit that's going on, and now, there's some, and there's some annoying tranny shit. I, I just want you to hear it. Was it exactly as I said it was? Yeah, <laughs> you promised me some interesting weird shit, and that's what we got. <laughs> All right, then. So, uh, we keep Mishoku Tensei for the end. So, do, do we talk about the Disciple of the Lich first? Uh, sure. All right. So, so, I've... so, I read the first book. Well, I put it on text-to-speech and listened to it. Mm-hmm. It was decent. Like... Hey, 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 can you talk about the synopsis first? Yeah, what's the story about? Oh, a guy gets isekai'd, but uh, instead of starting... Like at the top of a dungeon, as usual, it gets sent to near the bottom. Where well, well, first uh, it ends up that um, when when he died, he, he learned that uh, the, the gods uh, love Isekai uh, light novels and shit like this. So th- they wanted to, to try uh, their own. They they have made uh, some sort of uh, universe that's like some sort of Isekai universe. And then the main character ends up uh, p- pissing off a god because he just wants to return home to take care of his cat. And so then where where you were going with? Yeah, just for amusement, these gods send him to really deep in the dungeon where he can't possibly survive for more than a few minutes. Yeah, but, but, but basically it will be like the... The, the bonus eye level dungeon like, like everything in the dungeon is something like level uh, level 1000 yeah but uh, he quickly gets the attention of this thousand year old lich girl uh, who takes pity on him and 
treats him like a pet and takes care of him for a while. Uh, how will you pronounce her name? <laughs> Shit. Um, I, I, I think considering there is a French accent in this, I'd say Lunaire. Something like this. Lunaire. Yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah, about I don't right. know. Um, do you have the katakana somewhere? Uh, actually, no. That, that's annoying. Yeah, I'd just say Luna Airy. Continue about the light novel while I go check this out. Sure. So, I found it hard to get into. There's a lot of cliches in this. Uh, there's a lot of bullshit about uh, the typical RPG kind of trope. Mm-hmm. Obsession with levels and stats and skills and shit. Even mentions that the protagonist starts at level one and uh, the lich girl who adopts him, uh, trains him for a while and in- to increase his levels. And But things get more interesting after that. I won't spoil it, but uh, he does uh, explore more of the dungeon and uh, meets other characters and gets some uh, interesting character development of his, his own. Uh, he... At one point, he takes on his own apprentice and tries to raise her levels up. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was pretty neat, so I'm glad I stuck with it. But yeah, at the start, it was just cliche after cliche. But you ended up liking it. Yeah, yeah. I'll listen to the second one at work sometime. Uh, I'm trying to find her name. I, I, I'm on some fucking Japanese site, and ah, uh, I, I just gotta. I can't see the name of the dungeon. Yeah, it's it's not important. Oh yeah, Luna. More or less how I pronounce it. Yeah, Luna Eri. Luna So Luna. I think that that's good. I was hoping the Lich Girl would be one of the more interesting characters because her name is in the title of the series, but. She, she was just this generic Sundari. You didn't like her? No. That is the point. I, I really like her, and I hope that uh, she kind of returns soon. I, I'm almost done with like uh, with the second book. Sorry, I'm trying to fucking copy past the, okay. the, the the name to put it and the um, but but this fucking Japanese website is not letting me copy just what I want. That sucks. So th- there it is. You, you can put it in a in a fucking text to speech shit later. Okay. Yeah, I thought the protagonist's uh, apprentice Pomera was more interesting mm-hmm. because she she starts out weak and timid, and she's uh, bullied by the other people in her shitty town. But, but uh, he he ends up like beating her into shape, really. Yeah, I, I find her personality interesting, uh, starting in uh, in volume two. So if you like it, definitely go on. Yeah, I'll definitely read the second volume sometime. Perfect. So me on my side, I'm almost done with volume two, and then it's going to be all of the volume uh, released in English so far. So after this, oh, it seems there's five volume in Japanese so far. Okay, but only Uh, two in English. uh, The the fifth is, uh, is not yet released. I'm seeing some kind of time icon, so it's probably pre-order. 
so yeah, so once I'm done, uh, well, I'm caught up with the series, I'm going to just um, uh, read Slayers because uh, the, the books actually came out physical and they come with like uh, three light novels and one. I don't know how they did it, if the character is smaller or maybe the, the books like then, the uh, light novel, they might have been actually light. Because judge. to, to 300, bo- uh, 300 pages book is not very light, I think. Yeah, that's a standard length. Like yes. Light novels would be like 200 pages or less, usually. So, so I don't know what's going on. Maybe the definition of light novel just changed and the time between these releases, but whatever. Yeah, so let's talk about Mushoku Tensei. All right, so a uh, spoiler warning. Yep. So, all right, so you watch all of it like in nearly one go? Yeah, it was, it was addictive. I fucking told you, it was amazing. You know, so, so many fantasy anime have an adventurer's guild, like you sometimes see in Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. But with Mushoku Tensei, the adventurer's guild is more of a believable part of the society. Yeah, it it seems to be less like RPG-ish and more like actually, actually some place you you'd go to to work uh, rather than just uh, you know. Yeah, it's a lot more believable. Mm-hmm. You, you watch this, right, Momo? Oh yeah, I've seen all of Mashoko Tensei. Oh, yeah, all right. So join the convo. <laughs> well, you guys talked without me for like twenty minutes, so. You yeah, gotta yeah, give but... me a second to re- readjust back, slide right back into the conversation. Yeah, just, but, uh, just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mushoku Tensei is fucking great. I mean, we've talked about it before, but I, I don't. You you don't need to be convinced to watch it either. You're gonna watch it or you're not. Um, uh, what, what pisses me off so far is that there's no season three. However, the the author has said that he preferred to wait until the last light novel has been out before uh, going ahead with season three so it might happen well faggot needs to get on it now while the hype is still high yeah yeah i hope we're not gonna have to wait like five fucking years yeah i hate these i don't know what it is with some of these fucking creators that just like don't they don't think about it or they just don't care but they Mm -hmm. just kind of let their own series die because they don't they don't hop on it yeah, the, the, yeah, the, there was the the fucking snafu guy that that just kind of absolutely slowed down, and then we got the last season of the anime, and we didn't fucking remember shit. Yeah, I didn't even. Fu- I I liked the first two seasons a lot. It was a really good show, and then I just didn't watch the last season because it came out years later, and I was like, I don't fucking remember half of this shit. Unfortunately, it kind of sucks. So, so I- yeah, this. I'm going to be extremely disappointed if this is one of those shows that's on like another five-year hiatus. Yeah, but on the other hand, you can actually go ahead and read the light novels. I'm not going to read, nigga. I'm too <laughs> lazy for that shit. Uh, I spoke. <laughs> so, are we are we getting into the spoiler talk? We talk about like all the cool shit. Sure. Well, so what, right. what the fuck do we start with? I mean, I guess we start at the beginning and work our way up, right? Yeah, I liked all the ethical dilemmas the characters were put through. Like uh, the smugglers who help the party travel across the sea, but they're also 
They also have child slaves. Based. <laughs> so, which raises the question, do they risk everything and betray their new companions to free the slaves, or is their original quest more important? Yeah, I, I think Rudius was the bad guy in this scenario, because, as we all know, children yearn for the mines. <laughs> you, but... you, you got this from a post. Uh, I, 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 I reposted re 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 on the uh, on the fed you right it was a great fucking meme <laughs> yeah, yeah what was the context already uh uh minecraft uh children love minecraft oh, which, yeah. is, which shows that yeah. child labor getting rid of a child labor was a mistake because children yearn for the mines <laughs> yeah, charles dickens was wrong uh. <laughs> I love that every character has done both good and bad things. The yeah, it looks like they people. Yeah, it really fleshes out the characters, makes them feel human. Yeah, also, that's... All, all characters all actually fucking do something, which is yep. a problem with a lot of shows. Yeah, and there's, there's a lot of action, but there's always severe consequences for committing violence, even if it's justified. Every fight is a calculated risk. There's there's a real chance of people dying. Yeah, it was just not some random fucking isekai world where the, the character is OP for like no reason. Nothing ever happens. Uh, uh, th th there's no weight to anything. No, th th this one felt fucking real. Yeah, the, the scene where uh, Rudius says... Uh, he. He walks in on uh, some other kid adventurers fighting monsters and decides to uh, drop in at a later moment because it'll be more dramatic. And he fucks up and one of the kids gets slaughtered by the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that oh, was that, so fucking great. Oh, that fucking hurt. Yeah. And then a uh, huge. What was the name already? He oh. gives him shit for it. Uh, oh, you're talking about the spared? Oh, yes. yeah. Like, uh, Rui Jurd. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Uh, all the characters they have, have weird these names. elaborate fantasy names. Except for Rui... I mean, some of them have yeah, regular names. Rudy, Roxas, Ares. Those are all somewhat normal names. Paul. But anyway. Yeah, I, I fucking love... I, I love how much of a flawed character he is. Like, a lot of people were, like, bitching about it, mostly, like, you-know-whos. Yeah, Like, because yeah. Rudy's a fucking pervert, and it's like, uh, yeah, but, like, people like that exist. Yeah, nope. it, it gives him a flaw. Like, he's not, like, this perfect golden heart and sweetheart. He's a fucking pervert, like, uh, the rest of his fucking family. Yeah, and I, I like that it it feels like purposeful that he was reincarnated to be Paul's son specifically <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Paul is a massive piece of shit. And he's, he's, a, the, he's the a pervert. Who, he's a pervert who like fucks every woman with two legs. Sometimes even ones with only one. Uh, in his perversion, he, <laughs> it's it's not played for comedy. It's a character flaw no, that he has to yeah, overcome. It's, like, it's not like, oh, that Paul, he's such a scamp. No, he like cheats on his wife and almost ruins his family. Yeah, and, he fucks and the it, maid and gets her preggers. It it has actual weight on the story too. 
like Rudy basically has to convince his mom not to divorce and leave her, uh, Paul and not send uh, that, that, that's what's yeah, fucking right and not have uh, the fucking maid lady I don't remember her name get sent out in uh, in the middle of winter to die so you know Rudy's might be like a pervert disgusting like piece of shit but he's also like a decent person deep down right yeah the so, writing you know. in this was fantastic Will you I pick like, up the light novel? I really like I, the visuals too. Yeah, so, I'm tempted so. to pick up the manga. I'm not going to fucking read a light novel, but I'm almost tempted to pick up the manga. If this doesn't get uh, an announcement for a new season, like within the next year, I'll probably just read the manga. Apparently, the manga is good. I've heard. I would imagine. I've seen some of the art. It looks pretty. It looks pretty sick. Yeah, the uh, but the pink-haired spastic monster girl had some particularly good animation. It was like some old Tom and Jerry shit. Uh, yeah. uh you 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 mean the the the, the demon lord? Uh, yeah. Uh, Kishi Riki is her name. She was only uh, in like two episodes. Yeah, the, she was the demon lord, right? The the one who gives them the eye. Yeah, yeah. she Kinda. calls herself the demon lord, but you're not quite sure. Yeah, she's but she's just like uh, kind of this weirdo. Yeah, but other people talks about it, and she, she gives like a random power for free. So yeah, so it's like maybe she is, but it's like she's like this obnoxious alcoholic lolly, <laughs> and it's kind of played more as a joke. But also, like then she just straight up gives Rudy it's like cheats, like real world cheats. Where he can literally like yeah. see into the future like ten seconds or something. Yeah, some King Crimson shit. Yeah, some straight up like JoJo level like bullshit where he can like see moves that come before they even happen, so he knows uh, exactly where to dodge. So every it, fight is like a game of Dance Dance Revolution for him. <laughs> yeah, it, if you like that concept, there's this uh, British author who, who wrote an urban fantasy series about a, a a guy who can see into the near future. Uh, it's the Alex Beerus series by Benedict Jacka. I'll put it in the show notes. It's it just ended a couple of months ago. I think that makes more sense than seeing far into the future because like things can change unless it's like preordained. But like being able to see like ten seconds into the future is more so like good predicting rather than like supernatural powers, I guess. So it's kind of believable to have that ability. Yeah, this author does really cool stuff with it. Anyway. But I, I like that that's, I mean, that is like some bullshit, but that's like the only overpowered like thing he gets just as a gift. Like, and he even becomes there, a good mage because he works on him. it. Yeah, and he still gets his ass Yeah, it kicked. doesn't always save him because just because you can see something happen before it happens doesn't mean you can react as fast. Yeah, when your opponent's way faster and more skilled than you, you're still gonna lose. Yeah, so it's it, like it's bullshit, but also it's it's like it's capped. It yeah, like it's... scales to Rudy. Yeah, I'd say it's useful, but not game breaking. Yeah, um, uh, but yeah, like Rudy becomes like an accomplished mage on his own merit. Like he isn't just given like a bull like bullshit abilities. He he. 
I, I oh, mean, yeah, I guess you could argue bullshit. he does with like being able to cast uh, without um, um, what do you call it? Like chanting In- incantation incant. Yeah. Incantation, which is like not a thing that happens very often. I guess that's like a lost art in their society. But yeah, then, like, I think he kind of teaches Roxy how to do it a little bit. So it's not like just he can do it. It's just that he figured it out. Yeah, I like that the protagonist has a definite talent for magic, but he's not invincible. Far from it. Yeah. And, like, I, I honestly keep forgetting that this is an isekai. Like, the only times I remember is when he gets sent to, like, the god dimension where he's, like, fat and gross again. Yeah, he's reminded yeah, yeah, that but... he's a fat, ugly bastard. Yeah, like, he hates it. Every time he gets sent there, he's like, why do you have to do this to me? Yeah, but the like, compared... Compared to the to other shows, it uh, it it's oh, it actually definitely doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it does. It doesn't matter. It actually and, plays uh, a part. Yeah, it plays a part to to him, like being. Yeah, it's, it's not like Far Away Paladin where it literally doesn't need to exist. It, it plays a part. It's just not quite as important as it exactly. could be. Yeah, I wonder but what it, this. It's, it's still fair enough that it's there. Yeah, I wonder if this god has some ulterior motives for helping him out because he seems yeah. too convenient for. A, for a cynical story like this yeah he keeps giving he won't give him direct answers on a lot of things he's just kind of giving him hints like go here do this meet this person and Ru- he's basically a quest giver and rudy's just like why and he's just like i don't know just do it and it always benefits him in some way but it, i feel like he's kind of being manipulated but yeah i, I wonder if the uh, that God is using him for some other purpose, or if he's going to betray yeah. him at some point, we, we just don't know yet. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially since like, I forget, I don't know even know if they said the nigga's name, but uh, they run into a guy way later in like part two where yeah. like, just the mere mention, like Rudy just mentioned like the, what was the God's name? The cloud God, the, the, the pee pee poo poo God, whatever God it was. I don't remember. He gets visions from uh, the, uh, the human God, I him. think. It, it the, just human the human god, the man god. Um, yeah, he just like mentioned that uh, to a guy, and the guy literally just fucking lost it and almost killed. Well, actually, no, he straight up killed it. He straight up eighty six that nigga. <laughs> yeah, that this was, was like one brutal. of this is like one of the seven ultimate niggas in their universe. He's like one of the most powerful people that exist, and he just happened to run into him. And Rudy's just like, "Oh yeah, I know the man god." And then he's like, "Well, you're dead now." Yeah, I want to know the story behind that. Yeah, like, why did he just kill him? And it's like, he didn't really seem evil per per se. And he he had, like, a a partner with him, and she's like, "Uh, was that really necessary to kill an actual child? Yeah, she she convinced him to revive him. Or or was it Rock? uh, Not Roxy. Um, no, no, uh, the uh, the girl convinced uh, the dude to, to just kind of heal him or some shit. Yeah, I, I forget exactly how the scene went down, but yeah, basically, after killing him, he gets revived again. I like when he goes back to the to the man-god realm, and he just has a giant hole in his stomach where he got <laughs> blasted. Just like one clean chunk. He's like, oh shit, there's a fucking hole in me. Uh, one other thing I noted was in episode two, 
Mm -hmm. We see both Rudius and Roxy have these childish fantasies of going on adventures and, and falling in love. Mm -hmm. But they they both quickly learn that life is not like that. Life actually sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Recurring theme in this anime. Yeah, like, just when things start to get kind of, like, happy and campy, like, shit quickly falls apart. There's straight up, like, a cataclysmic event that happens. Like, once Rudy's, like, he's showing off his powers, things are finally going his way, he has a happy life, and then the, the world literally goes to shit. Yeah, the the, the, the mana disaster, which basically teleports yeah. all of them. Uh, yeah, it teleports, like, half the people on the continent to, like, different parts of the world. Most of which in really dangerous parts where they died. Yeah, and with the, so without like, telephones, this, that's a yeah. big freaking problem. Yeah, they don't have any way to properly communicate. They're still in kind of like they're in a fantasy setting that doesn't have like magic telephones. You don't have a speaking orb or whatever. I don't believe. So yeah, this anime also does a good job of conveying how great the distances are across this continent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when Rudy gets teleported to the other continent, it literally takes him, like, months to get home. I think, like, a year, actually. Yeah, something like that. But to be fair, he did fuck around a bit because he didn't uh, quite realize the consequences of what happened because he was teleported to the ass end of fucking nowhere where there was, like, not that many people. Oh, and the scene and... where he meets up with his dad again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to mention fantastic. that. Dude. Oh man, I love that. He fucking find he's like he finally meets his dad and they reunite after being apart for so long and <laughs> and Paul just like is completely disgusted with Rudy. He's like, "So you've been having fun fucking around and diddling your cousin for the past 8 months while we've all been <laughs> going through hell." And he's like, "Uh, well, I mean, I guess." And then Paul just gets up and Decks him just crumples Rudy. But 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 Rudy just, fucking wins the fight on top. Yeah, of and that. then Rudy is like, "Oh fuck you, nigga!" And then he just pulls out the magic bullshit and then kicks his dad's ass right in front of everybody. And yeah, then his sister, his sister shows up and like starts crying about how he's a bully. You're, you're the, the, the Even though Paul punches. threw the first, first punch, yeah, Paul was completely in the wrong. He just threw the first punch. Yeah, he did not protect her smile. Yeah, no, he, he did he, not. It took his friend, which is which actually had a small adventure with Rudy, to actually put some sense and Paul. <laughs> what an asshole! Like the yeah. elf and the dwarf said. Um, yeah, yeah. I love Paul Rudy meets. Guy. He meets Paul's old party members, and they he's like, "Oh, what was my dad like?" And they just both no, look at each other and rough, look at him, see? and they're like, yeah, "He was absolute scum." It's Roxy that means now. Oh, really... whatever. Yeah, he well doesn't he? No, it was yeah, it was Roxy who asked yeah. his old party members, not Rudy. My bad. Uh, yeah, and she, yeah, she's like, what? What kind of person is Paul? And they're just like, yeah, he's absolute scum. He's like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, just straight up, like, no, he's terrible. Uh, this does have that annoying fantasy cliche of anim uh, animal people who get oppressed by humans for no good reason, but uh, there's so much other good shit going on. This is a top-tier anime yeah. must-watch. It's, it's forgivable, but it's but it's not like a uh, it's not like a global thing because like Ghislaine is a is like a wolf lady 
but she's not oppressed. She's actually held in pretty high esteem for her uh, yeah, in a but, position but, in a, a noble family. But 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 they're kind of uh, they're acting kind of made uh, as maids. So yeah, they're and, like and, an and, underclass. And that's, they're and like that's a, that's only because this branch f uh, family of the gray rats as um, they have a as, as an animal, animal girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they just straight up have an animal girl fetish. Yeah, the episodes in the animal village were really good. Just everything yeah. about this is freaking phenomenal. I loved it. Every, every episode were fucking good. <laughs> yeah, there's no filler. Yeah, they're, it's all excellent. Yeah, I can't think of a single episode where I was like, oh, that sucked. I was like, every time the fucking credits were to roll, I'm like, no, I need more. I need my dopamine. Yeah, yeah I binge watched the whole thing. It was I was so watching it good. weekly, which oh god, that was a fucking mistake. Because like that's one of those shows that's super addicting. Yeah, we'll get you hooked on Berserk sometime soon. <laughs> Doubt it. Oh, that, oh, that reminds <laughs> me. I got Augustus on shit poster hooked on it. Nice. And he doesn't even like these Chinese cartoons, but let, let, let's bring him to talk about it at some point. Yeah. All right, so we're close to two hours. Let's just fucking end this. Sure. Yeah, oh, wait, come to his best girl. Guess what? Based, I agree. Yeah, she's definitely the best. Based. All right, it's unanimous. Gislaine, best girl. Everyone <laughs> else is gay. Yeah, I I do like that. Uh, Eris is a Sundari who gets the shit kicked out of her. Yeah, she gets the bitch kicked out of her, actually. Yeah, she she's really made humble. I'm surprised yeah, yeah. by that. I but, like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like Gisling that kind is, of story. Gisling but Gisling is, is just girl. awesome. Yeah, this, she's just badass. This hot wolf chick who will massacre anyone who opposes you. Need someone like that in my life. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's end this shit. Yeah, all right, yeah, come to the Fettyverse. It's the best thing on the internet. All right, later. All right, good night. Peace.